A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the social distancing of this podcast. Yeah, baby. Keep uh, your distance. I love it. Socially distanced, social distancing is like a good band name, I think. Yeah. I you think- can still call it Social D. Social, <laughs> <laughs> social distortion, man. The, the other Social D. The other one. Uh, this episode's a little different today, Avi. The world's yeah, a bit, we're all a bit very different. Distant. <laughs> we're all very distant. We're this is our first real. We've done like Skype interviews with you know guests who are afar, but usually we're all together. But this is our first true apart episode since you know we talked a little bit about it on a previous episode, but that was before you know shit got extra real. Is we're coronavirus distancing ourselves right now, so episodes from here on out until the world seems safer we're gonna just do it this way and the audio quality might be a little different but 
whatever. Like, uh, there's a pandemic outside, so it's how we're doing it. And uh, I hope everyone is staying as safe as they can. We're in, man, we are just, every day has been so different this last week. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so day-to-day. There's no way to even, like, summarize it. We got um that spe- we got Spectrum TV like free trial thing. So this is the first time in a while I've been able to watch the news on television. Not like the not like the, it's kind of like the local news. Spectrum has their own like Spectrum yeah. news, whatever. But at one point they were like going over. They were like the here's the latest in the coronavirus, and it was it truly felt like a movie where it's like when they're talking about like oh the virus has spread. <laughs> I was like not to. That just freak people out, but I was like, this is truly like being in a movie. It is. Well, the, the, like, I never listened to our president speak because obviously I'm not real into that, but we did. And I was listening. I mean, clearly he's reading. It's not like he's anything he's known about or wrote about or anything, but listening to it and laying in the bed like just feeling like oh this is the start of every pandemic movie like where they're like we don't know the effects and we don't know what's gonna happen and like this is our what we might potentially do to stop the spread and blah 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 and I'm just like oh great this is really scary yeah I mean I so I typically I work in television and I work in an office and it's like our office TVs are like, you know, like it takes two the movie playing on one monitor and then like MSNBC saying like hide your kids and hide your wife like <laughs> on this other TV. And it was kind of wild because like, I mean, I was, you know, whatever. If they listen, like the world needs to fuck, up, fuck off. Uh, like a lot of like, oh, it's fine. We don't really know what's going on. You know, the government's not mandating closures. It's like, I'm like, yeah, not yet. Like get your head out of the sand. Yeah. Like this is like the beginning. This is what other countries. And also to our, like I've had a few of our listeners from Italy reach out. Like I feel like my heart just like. Man, it's so fucking fucked up over there. Like, 1,400 people are currently dead. That's a shit ton of people. And the mortality rate is very high. So anyone who's doing this, like, it's just like the flu. The flu kills people. I'm like, the flu shouldn't kill people is the other part of it. The flu, you know, we don't... The flu kills so many people in the United States because we don't go to the doctor because... We don't have health care for the most part or it's too expensive or you lose work because you can't take off the work and, like, we don't have paid sick leave. So, I mean, our work was, like, and on the CDC website, it says employers should talk to their employees so anxiety, panic, and rumors don't start. And my work didn't do that and anxiety, panic, and rumors started and we were all sitting there not six feet away from each other, like, under two feet away from each other going, why is no one caring about us why is no one saying anything why is no one talking to us why is everyone ignoring our concerns and it was really fucking like it was just like maddening because we're also sitting next to a tv that's saying her care and no one was caring and then the last day on friday uh like like the pa was like gonna switch it to like disney plus and we're like no we're not going in the dark you need to keep that on like we need to know updates like don't fucking try to and he was like okay i'm sorry and i'm like oh god i'm sorry like you're it's not even you like you know this is all just like really showing we talked a little bit we had our live q a and of just like how we are just exploited pieces of this like capitalism puzzle. And once you become a useless piece, it's kind of like, well, what do we do with you? Do we really want to keep you? Do we want to fix the piece of the puzzle or do we, should we just 
wait till all the puzzle pieces like get lost and then we'll just buy a new one. You know, so I think we're seeing um, just how little people care about us is, and in terms of workplaces. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's also though like the not not necessarily how little people care, but I think that it is also highlighting how much people have to start caring. I've been looking at a lot of Twitter threads of people saying like, oh yeah, it's only because we haven't had the leverage necessarily, but now that it's like, okay, cool, well, we're just not going to, if you can't evict us, if you can't make us pay bills, if you can't make us do these things, then it's like, okay, cool, well, well, we're not going to, like now, now where are the the CEOs left mm. where the the bosses left if they can't fire you, if they have no leverage over you if you have the like the thing where it's like Power. okay cool well we're not going to make your food anymore we're not going to do these things yeah it, so it is kind of interesting to see those the maybe that's being too idealistic or too like silver lining of it but it, a lot of twitter threads have been seeing like oh well now the corporations and stuff are really being forced to show their hand to show how many things are absolutely not necessary. Like even the thing of like data caps, did you see that where they're taking off um, over like uh, uh, phone internet usage, like data streaming limits where they're like, Oh yeah, now we're, we're finding out that those are largely just basically price gouging. We don't need to have those limits ever because there's no reason to cap the amount of of data data that people have. Yeah, yeah, data and Wi-Fi? Are you fucking kidding? It should be a human utility. Like, that is just, like, we need it to to survive. Like, it's it's essentially, a, like, a, a crucial utility, like, power or water now. Like, that, yeah. that is what or it is. Or even, like, turning people turning back wa- turning water back on on places that people have had their utilities shut down because it's better to turn it back on than have people going out into the streets and making people sick. So it's still, I don't yeah. think, is necessarily coming from an altruistic place. No. It, with corporations or governments things but it is highlighting these things where it's like oh yeah it's these are easy fixes that people just don't want to do because they haven't been forced to do that and I think that we're forcing people to do to do things like let people work remotely to let uh all of these things happen that ultimately is better you know we talked about this in the Q&A that's better for the environment that's better for people uh like makes people more comfortable and all that I don't want to like stay home forever but I think that to some extent, um, putting people in this mindset has really changed things like, um, forcing people to be like, oh, I'm not going to go out because it's not because I think I'll get sick, but it's because I don't want to get an old person sick and kill them or whatever, because I live by this intersection and I always see accidents there. And like a lot of the time it's like a homeless person crossing the street and a car almost hits them and then they swerve, they flip off the homeless person, throw their trash out the window and like act like a piece of shit. Or I've seen like bikes, bikers get hit there. I've seen like a bunch of shit, but a couple of days ago I saw a man in a wheelchair get hit by a BMW going to make a left that they weren't going to make on a yellow. Like, not, not like they were waiting in the intersection. Like the guy sped up to make the sped up. on a yellow and hit this guy in a wheelchair. And the like the guy went flying. So I was screaming at Scott. I'm like, pull over, pull over. And I got out of the car and I ran over there because like, like another car is gonna come. They're not gonna see him. Right. Like cars aren't gonna just stop. So I ran over and like, 
a lot of the time, like, those people hit and run. They leave. Yeah. And this yeah. guy, like, actually pulled over. Everyone, like, stopped and helped this guy out of the street, like, stopped traffic. Like, all the people that were there, like, got out of their cars and stopped to help. And I think it's, like, and, like, he was, I mean, he, I don't know if he was okay, but he was alive and, like, making noise. And, and we people got him into the coffee shop. The ambulance came right away. But it's, like, for the most part, when and I'm seeing an accident at that same intersection that I see all the time, I'm not seeing four cars stop. I'm seeing most people say, oh, well, someone will fucking figure someone will it out. Do I it. have to get to work. And so, like, I think having that mindset of, like, caring for other people and just, like, I think it is creating ripple effects. And hopefully, like, it continues to, hopefully that we don't just go back to the ways of corporations and I have to get to work and traffic and I'm late and where's my train and the bus and all that. Like maybe we can slow down and be able to take time off and, and hopefully our government will uh, implement some uh, structure into that as well. Yeah. Well, it's like the following up with the thing. I mean, we talk about this a lot. I feel like these ideas of like, you are your achievements and you are, if you're not, you know, all of those things that it's like hustle, hustle, girl boss, whatever. (laughs) But I think that there is something to the idea of like it being kind of an equalizer of people being like, well, no one's, no one's out. So you can't, you can't be like working harder than someone. Of course, there's people that are posting those things of like, stay home and do your hustle from home and all that. But it's also like, well, what about just being just like existing and being gentle with yourself and taking care of being sick and and understanding that this is like a season of rest and how does that make you feel about yourself do you feel less worthy because you're not being productive and what does that say about your ideas of what it means to be like acceptable and lovable and all of those things so I think it's it'll because there is because everyone has to be home uh, it forces people to be like, oh, well, I guess I can think of other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're really just having to see, too, with employer, especially just going back to, like, employers or, like, routines or the things we're used to doing is just, like, taking into account your heart and, like, caring. <laughs> like, I, I think, because I know, like, a lot of bosses are smart. I know that they look at the news. I know that they hear the information. But their heart is like, well, I'm going to be affected if my employees don't come and make me money to do that. Like it, and it's like, well, you're going to have to like have some empathy and like realize that like you're going to take a hit. They're taking a hit. We're all taking a hit. Like everyone's like, I don't know how what sector of employment is not going to take a hit. Like besides maybe like well, the, the whole economy is everything yeah. is yeah. everything is going to get hit and. There's like there's just so much that needs to happen, and I mean again, it is showing how our system is a pandemic away from fucking just crumbling. It's it it's been on like bandaided up, and you know it's been functioning at the minimum. Again, not for everybody. There's some people can, who can afford the maximum, but the key word is just being able to afford it all, which I think is like all this Uranus Taurus kind of stuff too, of like just like you you can't outrich this pandemic. Maybe you can to a certain extent, but it's not, but also as a system, it's going to break too. So even say you stay healthy and your business doesn't get that hit, but you're still going to have to go out and exist in a world where everyone else did. So like you, it's really going to take, uh, everyone's going to have to shift how we do everything and how we care about each other and more start to care about each other. 
I listened to back to the Uranus and Taurus episode that we did literally one year from when the uh, World Health Organization declared a pandemic. And it's it was so interesting. I mean, I wrote down a bunch of the stuff that we talked about. One of the things that we, we talked about was um, going from Aries to Taurus, moving away from the self, which is something that we're exploring right now. Mm. Um, talking about where do you really stand? Are you willing to stay home? Are you willing to miss work? Can you do that? Um, using the technology that has been set up by all these startups in the Uranus and Aries time. Um, we talked about change, chaos, and creativity, um, using the technology to get creative, which I think we're doing. Um, one of the things that um, Julia talked about was the story of Prometheus stealing the fire from the gods and talking about sacrificing the self for the greater good, which obviously we are yeah. um, <laughs> doing. Uh, dismantling the hoarding of resources and knowledge for um, the many. Oh, fuck. Which, uh, staying grounded in reality, uh, which is kind of hard to do from a distance. We also talked about the Great Depression, which was a huge stock market crash, which also happened during Uranus and Taurus. One of the things that Stevie explored was um, like image versus real relationships and sharing. And I think that's something we're really having to, to work on, like, I don't feel comfortable, like, posting on Instagram right now because I'm, like, oh, I'm, this is, like, not my, what I'm really doing. I'm just, like, sitting at home. I'm not, like, posting a picture of me doing stand-up or something. Um, we also talked about the potential for uh, – well, I'll, I'll wait to go into that because that's a question I want to ask. Um, we talked about food rationing, um, Gandhi's fast to protest um, the British, British rule – um, which is something we might see happening. Like if if we get to that level, people might start protesting. And and with food, it, I mean, clearly, grocery stores and everything selling. It's like, okay, that might be a way. That might be a way that we we show. Um, we talked about minimalization, restricting usage, which I think people are really doing the opposite right now. Just like buying everything they can. Um, and we talked about like civil rights and and the rights of the uh, of women and other people that might be affected in a different way by something like this. Um, I did want to ask about um, one of the things we talked about was livestock and farmers because of the uh, connotation oh, yeah. with the bull. And mm-hmm. I want to ask like, what do you guys think about that? Like, how do you think the farmers are are working or like, what do you think they're they're in open space, but like. I don't know what's going what do you think is that's like I haven't heard any news about that well I think beyond like what the actual pandemic I think we have really transitioned to like beyond meat and like that other stuff compared to this time last year when obviously it was like available but I think now more people are replacing substitutes where they can I think we're also learning that like almond milk isn't a better alternative to the environment compared to say like an oat milk that uses less water and resources so my brain didn't automatically connect it to a pandemic sort of thing but just thinking of where we are now even pre-pandemic of like oh we've really switched the way we um consume uh meat i mean really like i think on a bigger on a way bigger scale than than before um so that was just that's funny to think about one year ago from now that was one of the things that julia mentioned actually during the episode was that um one of the ways we're we're doing technology is through food now which is like creating these these fake well like not fake but like meat substitutes yeah 
Well, also we had that big, um, not, this isn't so much farming, but environmental that, um, I forget the guy's name, but he's like the business CEO, BlackRock guy, um, who kind of like has a business letter every year and kind of sets the tone for what, uh, CEO, what's going to be important to CEOs last year. The, the theme was like, okay, businesses need to also like care about their communities and care about social responsibility. And this year, the theme of his letter was, um, environmentalism needs to be a priority for all. If it's not a priority for your company, like you will, we will pull investments and we will like that. That's, that's now a necessary thing. And right after that got put out, we saw a bunch of corporations, Microsoft, Delta, all these people coming out with these platforms on how they're going to go carbon neutral, how they're going to do, uh, like in how they're going to implement new environmental policies and things like that. So I think that that's like for sure happening, but I mean, this specifically also started with, uh, the implications of meats and, and, and markets and how we, how food is regulated and, uh, Vox, uh, news had like a really good little like video breakdown of how uh, how like the wet market in Wuhan worked and how that would get passed beca- and why why um, like rare animal uh, meats would be a thing in the first place and why that started and how like all of these things I think are are it's like it can't be reduced down to just like eating meat, but it is like, oh, well, we have poor factory farming in things because the government dere- deregulated X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And these, so it's like the the ramifications of those as, as opposed to it just being as simple as like, oh, well, we need to stop eating meat. It's like, no, we need to think about why, like why these conditions were, it, were created in the first place and what that means for our structures and and what those the consequences are because it's also like fast consequences for long standing problems mm-hmm. I also think like one of the one of the really interesting things to me about the um, the panic associated with this pandemic and 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 some of it justified obviously this is something new we have never seen something like this in our lifetimes. Even my mom said she's never seen something like this in her lifetime. And um, uh, as, as viruses go, yes, technically, for the most part, when things warm up, things get better. But we've never seen this virus before. And we don't know what the impacts could possibly be of this particular strain of virus. Uh, I think one of the things that scares me, and I think probably other people, is the idea of a bat is such a like scary animal and it like all that it represents transformation and we think of vampires and all this stuff that it, it creates such a different um like versus like the bird flu bats are just so much scarier of an animal i think in people's minds and um i don't know it's different than like mad cow disease i think people were like laughing you know bats it's like ugh, gross scary well and but i like bats i'm not saying they're bad i'm just saying that's what people think Well, that's the other thing of it, too, is obviously the, like, and I'm not saying this is your point of view, but, like, I think there's, like, so much racism associated with this, like, oh, "Oh, the Chinese eating all this weird stuff. And it's like, okay, first of all, if someone wants to eat a bat, let them eat a bat. Second of all, (laughs) like, the chain of disease is, like, beyond just eating a bat. A bat could have died in a puddle that a cow drank, and then it goes, you know, like, there's so many, we don't think about, like, a more 
macro point of view, even for um, rabies things for your pets, like if your indoor pet licks a boot that you stepped in a puddle like that a dead raccoon died in, like it could, you know, like, and that's like the things that we have to think about is like how easy it is for us to chain react and spread all this stuff. Even, good God, I mean, we travel as a society so much more than we ever did before because we have the tools to go anywhere find remote places, go there. I mean, I'm in these like travel groups and like all this stuff that are like, I'm still going to Bali. They don't have it yet. It's like, so you're going to bring it to Bali. Awesome. Like, so like, that's like where we don't get that. We are human being specimens that we're just like disease cesspools. Like all like this is, this has been happening since the dawn of time. We've had plagues before. Uh, I think we're just, we've never seen it. And now we're like in such denial. Um, of what it looks like because we've never like no boss has dealt with this before no parents have dealt really dealt with this before not in our our generation and it's freaky well it is it is freaky and it's also uh i mentioned this on the q a we've never had social media like this too for people to be able to able to connect and able to able i keep saying (laughs) i cannot speak i'm like i like this word whatever able to connect they've been uh like yeah, able to consume so much information. So I think that that's why people are panicking. But it's also like, uh, you know, our our entitlement to travel, our entitlement to get things from different places, like even stuff, even thinking about like all of the like K-beauty stuff. It's all these things of like people feeling that they're entitled to things that aren't an appropriation and all that's like blowing it out too far maybe, but it is this idea of like, Oh, well I want that and I should get it. So we have to create these mechanisms that bring us stuff that there's consequences to us, uh, globalizing in that way and, and traveling to place. I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that travel of like, Oh, well I'm entitled to go visit this place because we have airplanes and we have whatever. And it's like thinking about how those, tourist economies ravage local peoples and all it's just it's all the stuff that we've talked about with with uranus and taurus following uranus and aries where it's like oh yeah this is the like where the rubber meets the road of kind of okay well this is what that looks like these are the this is the cleanup that needs to be done this is what the day-to-day work of having these uh things start means yeah, I think too, like, you know, at flying places and gas, like right now, like airplanes are still flying empty planes because they don't want to lose their like positions at gates because like then you like give up your spot. Like it's fucked up. Like it shouldn't be that way of like, we're just sending empty airplanes around right now. Just like. Well, it's highlighting. I think that's what is the hopeful, um, like silver lining to it is highlighting waste in all kinds of uh all kinds of areas which is something that isn't necessarily associated with tourists but I think kind of is in the sense of like well if I'm gonna have to it it goes along with the stubbornness with the comfort with the thing where it's like well if I don't have to drive you know we just start when you just start something you don't know what is untenable for you yet until you've been doing it for a while and then you're able to realize, oh, actually I don't like this commute. I would be much more comfortable if I stayed at home and did like Mm -hmm. if I could commute 
one day a week instead of seven days a week. So it's all of these things that are, are, and we get kind of told that, oh, we shouldn't want to be comfortable. We shouldn't want to be, uh, like we're being stubborn. You're being particular. You're being all of these things, but it's also like, we're also flying empty planes. What the fuck sense does that make? That's (laughs) not necessary. I think one of the things that like in tourists, as a tourist person that I've noticed about myself and I try to notice every time is like, I love having like a full fridge or having like, oh, I just went shopping and I have like all these things I want to make or whatever. Mm. But one of the things that really disgusts me is when I have to take all that trash out, how much trash there is. And so I think like I do try to minimize what I buy and and what I treat myself with and whatever. I don't think Taurus is a sign of necessarily like restrictive, like whatever, because I think we are a little bit more indulgent, but I do notice. And so it makes me feel gross to like throw out food. It makes me feel bad to like have that all this plastic waste. And so hopefully that's something people realize as they're panic buying shit that it's like, hey, like if you're not going to freeze that meat you're going to throw it out and it's going to make you feel really bad. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you feel good to throw out a bunch of shit. Well, we're about resources too. And like in that earth sign mentality where I think Virgo is really hyper aware of that kind of stuff. And same with Capricorn of like the restrictive things and Taurus wants to indulge, but a Taurus is going to buy eight packs of cookie dough because they know they're going to eat it versus like the, that hopeful kale, you know, that they know, Hey, if I'm not going to use it, I'm not going to get it. Like they're not going to will or wishfully will themselves into a place that they're not at. And I think that's where like the air quote stubbornness of Taurus are actually like, no, I just know what's up. Like I know what I want right now. And this is, I'm not going to waste it. Like, those are the times where I'm like, I'm going to have a healthy week when I'm like on my period and crampy and bloaty and I just want sh- sugar and salt. So like have your sugar and salt and when you're on it, be on it. So I think that's where like the resources are. And also, good God, if supermarkets, if everything stopped today, we have so much stuff here existing. We can, we'll be fine. That's the other thing. It's like we'll be, maybe not ever. Again, I speak from a place of like, maybe not everybody but there's enough clothes there's tons of clothes everywhere there like food our grocery stores are insanely like overall we have so much stuff existing here from a camp perspective to farmers etc like we don't need to ship in stuff or make new stuff we could just kind of use the resources we have and then fill up one i mean we're the kind of grocery stores that people don't you i don't i like and this is like always kind of like drives me a little nuts compared to maybe like when I've been to Europe and have been to European markets, that's like, oh, the bread. I love the bread. It's like, we're out. We cook the amount for the day that's sustainable and we're out. Come tomorrow. And it's like, okay, cool. Come tomorrow. That's not a U.S. like No, it's like we need, it. we need everything we need at any moment and it well, doesn't matter. Also, you know. mm-hmm. one of the things that it's like, and I'm guilty of it too because I, I went shopping this morning and it's like, okay, well, you know, I wanted to get like some eggs and this and this and it's like, yeah, they're not going to have the eggs that you normally get. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have, like, the milk that you normally get. And you're going to have to, like, look at it and be like, I could try this. And not be like, ew, they don't have Altadena or whatever your fucking yeah. brand is. But it's like, at the same time, like, I grew up in a restaurant. So it's like, yeah, I know I know how to, like, be versatile with food. I know how to, okay, like, short grain rice, long grain rice. Like, it's, I'm sure, it, you know, it, there's a difference, but it's not that big of a deal you know you don't have to throw a fit about it yeah well it's like our like individually packaged trader joe meals the smartest for a quarantine setup absolutely not like like this is just 
it's but it's also in this almost like showy and in a way touristy way of like we're quarantining isn't this cute it's like performative Mm -hmm. in some ways Mm -hmm. like oh my god can't believe this zombie movie is real like and it's like but also like um being being able to stay inside and knowing that everyone else is staying inside makes it so much easier to stay inside. Oh yeah. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're all quarantining, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, that's very interesting. The the we aspect of it as as the second sign. Yeah, and um, I don't know too. I think since in L. A. at least it's been like pouring, which is. Kind of like, don't go on your fucking... Well, actually, hikes are probably safer than any, you know, than brunching. But, like, it's very, like, look, the stay elements inside. are insane. Stay, it's snowing in a lot of places. It's I think snow, it's, yeah, I was going to say, it snowed in Portland. It's I know in that. Portland. Like, there's really just, like, a very, like, Pisces... The world is telling us to stay inside. The world is just saying, don't go fucking dick for no I Also, guys, the last time we talked... I was, like, so... This was my big news that I had, like, a phone note that completely got, like, demolished by, obviously, the pandemic. That, like, me and Pablo switched sides of the bed, which I thought was going to be the big discussion of, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the next time we chatted, and I was like, well, um, yeah, so thing... Just to, like, I'm just thinking of, like, how life can just fucking change. Like, you forget these yeah, things until it happens universally and people have that was like you know obviously deaths or sudden loss of jobs or sudden loss of anything and this is like just a global sudden loss and um that's we're not even so, done with so yeah. it's just one of the things that oh you go ahead are you done oh that was it yeah no we switched sides uh, bed i love my new side um that's about it <laughs> yay uh, one of the things that i googled um from astrologeeks.com they have some information on uh, Neptune and pandemics. Yeah, and it's it was really interesting to me because um, it looks like most of them were in water and air signs. Um, which I think th- it, there was uh the Black Death was Neptune and Capricorn, but most of them were in um Pisces, Cancer. There were I think there's one in Scorpio, and then there were some in Libra. Um. And I think it's it's interesting because air and water is the way that we often transmit things to each other. Oh, totally. Um, and and I think also just uh, that idea of well having Neptune, which is kind of this like veil and and ether and those those dreamy qualities, and then the idea that people are buying water. Yeah. And um, like I talked to my mom, and you know, I was like yeah, you don't really need to buy water. She was like, no, you need to get water. And I was like, no, I don't think you need to buy water. And she was like, well, you know, what if, what if like it gets in the water? And I'm like, oh, I never really thought of that. Like I have a filter at my house and she's like, I don't have a filter. So it's kind of, that's kind of a generational thing, but it is is also um, not as illogical as I had once thought. Oh, people are buying out all the water. Oh, okay. The water might get infected with something. Yeah. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. this virus is going to be in the water, but like so the water might like not, we might not have people working at the water places or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or if they turn off your thing, if you, all of those things that we just don't think of because it's, because it's like, oh, well you just take, take for granted that you have the filter that you have the thing. Yeah. I'm not saying like go panic by water. No. It's just like, don't, have, don't have, panic have, by anything. Have a couple <laughs> refillables that you have filled up in the fridge and you'll be okay like you know well and that's like the other part of it too is like 
I think since we're in earthquake country, like, man, if you didn't have a, if you didn't have emergency stuff before, you should have had it. Like when I was talking to Pablo about what, you know, should we buy water? He's like, we have like three gallons of water. And I'm like, should we have this? He's like, we have Check this. Check it though, because we had water on, on top of our fridge. Oh. It evaporated out of the container. Oh shit. I'll check so check, double check. Oh, yeah. shit. But the point being to like, I think every, I think this is a wake up of like everyone should have emergency supplies, no matter like my Midwestern family who sits there like you live in a dangerous fires and earthquakes and I'm like, well, yeah, it sucks, but it's really nice most of the time here and we have the preparedness where like Nashville, like good god, they just got fucking ripped apart by a tornado. We haven't even like it's insane how we as a country have not even really acknowledged that loss because it was huge and in it like a decent sized city with a like a lot of people. And um I don't know, things can happen anytime. Like that's the I think this is like a a good reminder of like you know, hiding money if you can, <laughs> hiding those emergency funds like having just water and like essentials and things and a plan and like an idea of like what what can you do because no one's going to tell you what to do they'll give you suggestions like even my work initially was like oh it's not the law to have you guys work from home I'm like yeah but it's what's recommended so like are you really going to wait till it's mandated the law yeah Yeah. like fuck the law like break the law like it's not laws are made up this is humanity we're realizing all these systems were made up we're functioning in them like this is all like well and this is happening right before uh saturn's gonna go into aquarius too where it's like yeah the law the law what like who's gonna be here to enforce the law if we all get sick with fucking coronavirus you know what i mean yeah yeah what does that mean? What does that even mean? So I do think it's interesting. I, you know, hopefully this, I think that this does have the capability to really shift our priorities in a lot of ways and highlight, highlight inefficiencies, highlight ways that we are kind of going along with tradition where we don't need to be because that's not the, even seeing like, you know, someone, I was watching that, that Trump speech and uh, the way that I was watching it, you could see people kind of like have, having, a, say, having a chat with their people were putting stuff in, but he brought up like telemedicine and someone was like, we've had telemedicine capabilities for 10 years. So it's like all of these things, like we've been just talking about that we didn't, that we have had, but we haven't thought to use. We haven't thought to make use of all of these amazing resources that we have because we're playing by old rules and we're yeah. being shown right now that the rules have fucking changed and we can, we can change accordingly. And it's interesting. Yes. Yes. To all of that. And I think it's been kind of cool um, to see how now seeing how like, obviously Trump fucking sucks. This isn't a hot take. We've talked about where, you know, if you're Trump Wait, or what? Trump, <laughs> at first i thought you just couldn't technically hear me because of the skype but that's i was like what, oh, that's that's a, it's a, a joke it's um, a bad joke to make on this platform right now wait what <laughs> um come again. but i think now people are seeing like oh you are dumb truly don't understand what the like severity is and i don't know again these are like maybe curated towards my timeline but like of tweets of people we're like, my dad's a doctor and a hardcore Trumper, and he's not anymore. Because <laughs> this is just not any medical professional can tell you everything he's saying is, is inaccurate, wrong. wrong, lies. That Google website he talked about is not real. Like, I know. I loved how <laughs> Google put out a thing afterwards. They're like, we're not making a website. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I think he just used Google, um, and he thought that, and there was some results showing, so he thought we were 
being this thing. Um, but also this, yeah, the Saturn, you know, the astrology of it all. Like Saturn Aquarius coming up, I think, is really going to demand new structure changes. And I think it's going to be a struggle. And I think it's going to be hard for people to recognize what needs to update. What is so fucking outdated, Capricorn, you know, needs to update. And then also, like, the last time the Saturn-Pluto conjunction was afoot uh, was like the HIV crisis, which, uh, you know, at the time we didn't have the technology. We just thought it like, and I, this is not my viewpoint. The general public thought it was just a plague on gay people. And I don't know, just seems to be gay people. I guess it's, you know, all Christians saying horrible shit about it when it's like, if we could actually have connected to each other on a bigger scale and like cared about people, we would have, and we could have more of a, um, you know, the internet does help people get their opinion heard and have outcry and have, you know, I think a lot of bosses too are making work from home because of social societal pressure. Like we actually have yeah. the tools to use societal pressure and care. And I think well, you can't operate in a vacuum the same way that you could before where people don't know that that's what you're doing. If someone, yeah. if you, yeah, if, if you're like, Oh, you know, my boss says I can't work, then you can post a picture of it on fucking Facebook yeah. or Instagram and be like, people will comment and say, Oh, you need to like send these workers home. Yeah. You know, we're not in it. We're not in a vacuum and we can't operate as mm-hmm. such. But what's kind of wild too, is since this new Saturn Plume connection is like, I think like there's been two cases now of people being like actually cured of HIV for the first time now in this cycle, like whatever, 30 years later, yeah. which is really just kind of just, I don't know. I think just a thinking of cycles and, and patterns, like that's just so wild that, 30 years ago, it just seemed like, oh, no, it can't, we can't do anything and people are just going to die. So now, like, people have the chance to, like, really live, like, undetectable and also possibly just be fully cured, which is just, no one thought that was doable before. But we, we can do it. We And the same with testing. Like, coronavirus has, like, no fucking testing right now. Of course, all the NBA players got tested because the... The system, views them, the system yeah. views them as assets, not even just, like that they have money, that you're my asset to make me more money. Oklahoma used, like, all of its testing on the NBA that day. They didn't test any fucking normal, like, not normal, but, you know, like, pedestrians. Yeah. Regular yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. not athletes. And I I don't know, like, that's going to need to change soon as well as, like, it's not, even my work was, like, yeah. if you start to look sick, then stay home. It's, like, bitch, Google. Like, it's not about looking sick. Like, we're all passing it around, like, it's an unseen thing. It's it follows. It's like it's like we're all fucking raw with no protection and no like care in the world. Like we just it's stuff we can't see. So you just have to like this is like the tourist stubborn part. Is like believe me. Like just trust that I know what I'm talking about. Trust that people know what they're talking about. Like you like we shouldn't have to wait until people are like dead on the fucking street to believe what's being told to us and. Um, it's hard for people. I think it's hard for people to adjust, especially when we're told to be afraid with the news like 24 seven. And now there's something actually to kind of worry about. And we're like desensitized and don't give a shit. I also think like, um, I know, I know that we talked about a little bit about, I don't know if it was in a moon episode or in a, right. Uh, uh, one of our episodes on iTunes, Mm -hmm. but I, I know that, like, we we talked about Jupiter as as um, kind of making it more widespread and uh, the Saturn-Pluto conjunctions. We also have a bunch of these Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions and Jupiter moving into Aquarius at the end of the year. Hopefully that means, like, 
some kind of new uh, technology or solution or I mean, hopefully a vaccine. Right. Um, I mean, to me, the like best case scenario of that sounds like a um, like expansion of humanitarian benefits, but that might be too literal of a reading of it. Mm-hmm. But with all of these things, I mean, I think that it is it is definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even just some kind of innovation, a vaccine or something, uh, it, even widely available testing, anything yeah. that we could we could get for this, because we just don't know the implications. Did you guys find anything that kind of shocked you as far as astrologically with with the pandemic, or not really? No, I haven't been. I mean, to be totally honest, I have not just the current transits, but I haven't looked into anything more, uh, more of it because I also feel like it's kind of, it will be a better, um, like hindsight tool as opposed to a a current foresight tool, because I think that everything that you read is going to be really scary pretty much about, about finding, or I think it's going to be very easy to find information that will, that will validate the perspective that this is the end of the world, that this is that we're going to, that we're doomed, that this is awful and whatever. Whereas I think trying to take a more nuanced, like, Oh, it will be interesting to see what days when we look back on this, God willing, uh, you know, it will be interesting to see what transits align with what days that information was released, what days that vaccines became available, what days that we found out that information cleared. I think that it, it all, the fact that this has all kind of happened really rapidly after Mercury goes direct is, is not a coincidence or I mean, or I mean is a coincidence, but is, is interesting. And I think with these other, other transits that we've mentioned kind of coming up, we have the Mars, um, conjunct, uh, what day is that on Mars conjunct Jupiter on Friday, I think can be an interesting day that will be kind of like, a uh, that might be an announcement day. That might be an action day. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like, I think it's just interesting to kind of be like, Oh, that's, that's of note as opposed to like looking for the confirmation that this is terrible. Cause we know it's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if you look at, um, astrology King, has a bunch of they have he has the charts for the day the pandemic was declared and the day of the first case and the day of the first case is chiron like right on the ascendant it looks like so i think that's interesting um hopefully this um as like a wounded healer as far as this goes like hopefully this can have some ramifications as far as how we do things in the future and, and hopefully fixing some stuff for other people. When our clips, the nodes are shifting too. It's like, That's we've been having a real identity, American identity crisis. We are a cancer Nate, the chart for, for the United States is a cancer sun. All, all of these things are happening a lot on the, the United States chart, um, which of course I do not have pulled up right now, so I can't make exact references, but it's like all of these things where I think that we have been struggling not to make this just an American problem. Cause it clearly is not, it's a fucking pandemic. That's the, the opposite of just an American problem. But I think that it is forcing us here in the States to really grapple with like, who are we? What, um, what American identity things still work and what, what don't, and where do we go from here? It's a new cycle is kind of starting and what's that going to look like? 
I think, yeah, I think a lot of the fact that this year, when we looked at the year ahead, there's so many retrograde coming up. And again, shine, this shiny side would be that we dig back in, reflect on what is real and what we need. And then once going direct, we move forward in directions that help us and upgrade us. Um, and then, or we could go again, the shadow side of like, or we regress and we get scared and we want to go back. Like, I need, we're in an election year, Avi. I mean, Joe Biden's plan is literally called the return to normal plan. And what's fucking normal, dude? Like, what do you call normal? Like, is this going to push, and you know, coming from a very American perspective, is this going to push people towards wanting to go backwards or wanting to go forwards? Uh, you know, I think the charts of like the ephemeris of what's to come wants to go forward. I like, I don't think it wants to go back to a Capricorn kind of place um but i don't know if that's how people are gonna feel uh people are freaked out and i think also when you're hitting the wallet it's it's definitely more too i think the venus tour like conjunct taurus in, in uranus is also kind of interesting of it all like these comforts of home like i think we're all kind of we're ready for a little bit of a break in a weird way <laughs> like i think everyone's yeah, feeling a little absolutely in a weird way relieved not like we and maybe since we're all in it together, like, everyone's fucked. So there is a little peace of mind that it's not like, oh, well, it's just restaurants getting hit or it's just this getting hit. It's everything. And I think there is some comfort. Well, it's, yeah, it's 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 very democratic that way where it's like you can be rich, you can be poor, you can be anything. Like, it's it's everybody. It's not a mm-hmm. – it's just, it's just being alive. That's the only uh, – the only factor. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, of like just coming out of this retrograde, that was this kind of like back and forth of Pisces, Aquarius energy conjunct with this, like, you know, Neptune and Pisces, which is already kind of like living in like the fog. I think this really feels like, I think come Aresy Taurus sun sign season, I think there's going to be a lot of more forward Aries, Mars stuff. Like, I think we're going to need to like, act and respond and make decisions and put not just ourselves but humanity like self is humanity in a lot of ways like because if I'm hurting you're hurting if you're hurting I'm hurt like that you know in a more macro sort of mindset so um yeah I mean I I think everyone thought something big was gonna happen this year I don't know we knew it was this and boy has it uh yeah I think I think it's interesting with all the Pisces, too, like, uh, we talk about this martyrdom and self-sacrifice, so we never really, we talk about it in a kind of negative way. Right. I think this is, like, a really positive way to take that, where it's like, yeah, you don't go out to your favorite restaurant, you eat whatever shitty food you have in your fridge, because you don't want to kill somebody at the end of the day, that's it, you know, you just make sure that you clean up your side of the street and it's also kind of cool and like respect for elders which is such a pisces kind of thing of like that it's not just about you young people wanting to do what you want it's that like this we're part of a bigger picture and it's like yeah maybe yeah we're healthy we're young and healthy and not not everybody who is young is is inherently healthy obviously but it's like yeah, of course, like, we have so much life left to live, but that doesn't mean that we should do that at the expense of quality of life for people who are older or sick or whatever. Also, it's, like, like, it's not just those people dying, you know, like, those people, like, 
at the line at the grocery store, they're at the very back. You know, they, they, it takes them longer. If they can't lift stuff. They, they're the last person to get a bag of beans. So at, at the end of the day, don't take two, you know? Like, yep. this this old grandma or, like, some... Even, like, not... I'm not trying to paint all old people as these decrepit, like, dying <laughs> people. Because a lot of them are... My mom is 65, you know? She's, like, kicking. She's doing great. But it's, like, still, she's in that age range, man. So, like chill out yeah it's it's just like kind of part of it where you know our cells die over time if you have less healthy cells like you're more at risk so again if you're like autoimmune disorders or just like just had surgery or just gave birth to a baby anything that's the also crazy children and men kind of style thing of this i know they just had one baby who got coronavirus but the fact that children (coughs) generally aren't effective is affected is very piscean to me as well it's like is there just some gene in our body that once we switch to like self and ego and identity that makes the virus latch on us or like and that kids like i mean it is strange that kids don't really get it like one baby just got it in london like a new yeah. one but overall kids aren't really getting it which is bizarre Good. yeah it's awesome but it just feels very oh. like um Cere- like spiritual cerebral in a way that's like they're new they don't need this lesson they don't they don't need this lesson yeah it's very just like open brain open minded and like and I know like sadly and I think this is the fucked up part is like I'm healthy fuck old people buy boomers and it's like oh like we're like the mean bitchy part of me is like yeah actually maybe the old ideas do need to die but also I'm like no wait no like I don't know there's just like this human struggle in me that's going back and forth you know that's like I it's think not, the, it's not the difference simple. is like yeah. you know I, I see people at bars and I see what that, that what the difference is because I see the people that are like fuck you I'm getting my fucking white line like yeah. I see that you know and it, it's, that's such a different thing from thinking Oh, I hope that some of these ideas can be like put to bed now that we are experiencing such a global crisis. It, it you're not saying like I want to kill this person because they're voting for Trump. You're no. saying like, yeah, I hope that as as things unfold, we find out that some of those old ideas don't really work. Yeah, I think yes. that's and like, that's the, like the the hopeful the best thinking. case scenario. Yeah. Especially. Which we're we're part of contributing to, and I think that that's why we wanted to do this this checking in with people because I think that that's what we try to do with with astrology in general. And not, again, I you know not we sure, certainly should not be your like expert opinions on anything. No, but we wanted to. We know that a lot of us are 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 on lockdown, and hopefully, hopefully most of us are. But we wanted to still take this time to you know reach out and and say that we're all in this together and we're all doing our best and and we're we're here for you we're here and, for you uh, and i urge yes, you please stay don't, safe stay sane please don't go out if you don't have to right now these two weeks three weeks are essential in curtain in flattening the curve of minimizing exposure yes some people do have to go out but if you don't have to, then you're just reducing reducing the risk of it spreading to them indirectly anyway. So please, 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 please pick up your food, you know, order out, buy gift cards. Do You know, if you can, keep the economy flowing. Not that it's your job either. The government should be fucking helping out everywhere. But in the meantime, you know, just Wash try. your hands. Make Wash your house your rules. Make yes. rules for your house. This is what my therapist recommended. 
Um, if, if, especially if someone in your house is immunocompromised or if you feel anxious or scared, make rules for what's acceptable in your home. Are you allowed to have people over? Is it, are we allowed to have the neighbor over? Are we allowed, you know, figure out what the rules are in your house. Like, um, I think that could be really important in, in creating boundaries and making you feel safe too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you, be you, good to yourselves. Be good to others. I think and, one of you uh, mentioned yeah. something of like, you know, it was like something from the Uranus and Taurus episode of like what relationships are real or whatever. And it is like, you don't realize like how little people you're close to until you're like, you have to pick up a phone and call them or like do a FaceTime and you're like, oh, I guess I have like, I don't know, like seven friends. Yeah, I guess I have like seven <laughs> friends. Like, I mean, again, I not, I love my like my acquaintancy, you know. I don't know the internet we are so connected but you realize like oh who are my emergency contacts and it's um well I guess check a in lot on of each the other girls, a lot of the girls I know are doing meeting up for coffee on FaceTime in the mornings or having a glass of wine or beer at night so that's something we could definitely think about doing um with with y'all or with each other yeah, or this, however to, to remain connected this yes, Wednesday too this at, Wednesday. at eight um well I'll definitely be on live instead of our um event we're still gonna raise money there's gonna be like a donate button on instagram and we'll start it in the morning um and probably close it at night or in the morning to raise money for sila who's still helping with all like the homeless community in los angeles so and we have a cool raffle and there's like gonna still be stuff so long in wednesday night if you can on instagram with us and yeah, I mean, I guess going live is now cool, guys. Like, I mean, I yeah. was kind of opposed before, but now, fuck it. What else are we going to do? Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry, pandemic sorry. made me do it. <laughs> well, we we love you. Stay safe. Stay sane. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?